co-founder of Sirwoo, and this episode is sponsored by, wait for it, you got it, Sirwoo. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to create expert content when you're not an expert. So I got this question from somebody. They had this um, problem where they wanted to create expert content, but they were not an expert in the topic. And this sometimes comes from, uh, you know, entrepreneurs or people who want to be an expert in something and they want to teach somebody something, but they get that uh, wannabe feeling like, hey, you know, uh, I'm not an expert, so why should I be teaching people something that I'm not an expert in? You know, I'm not uh, somebody that was a certified financial planner that's got a billion dollars like Warren Buffett, so why should I teach people about how to save money and how to invest their money? And they kind of get that paralysis of not moving forward because they they feel like this imposter, like they've got imposter syndrome. And then there's other people that maybe, that maybe don't have imposter syndrome, but they want to create uh, good content, expert content, but they're but but they just feel like they're not an expert yet compared to somebody else. You know, in the digital marketing space, uh, they might not feel like they're an expert like Russell Brunson when it comes to funnels or funnel hacking or just making funnels in 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 any specific type of a website or conversion process for websites, but you don't have to be an expert like Warren Buffett in finance or or Russell Brunson with with funnels, you just have to be comfortable with the advice that you're giving people and know more than the people that you're trying to teach. You know, that kind of helps get rid of that imposter syndrome because when it really comes down to it, if you're not able to teach somebody something, you're not going to know the topic well enough yourself. So it actually benefits you to actually try to teach somebody your topic because that's going to actually help make you an expert. So here are some of the ways that I've been able to create expert content and subject matter where I'm not an expert. You know, I'm not the Warren Buffett or I'm not uh, whatever the guru of the week is. And one of those is taking material from other people. Now, I'm not talking about stealing their material, but what I am saying is this. If you want to learn, say, a lot about uh, Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies, uh, but you're not an expert. Here's something that you can do. You can find three people, maybe four people, that offer courses in it. You know, this could be a Udemy course. This could be uh, an ebook on Amazon. This could be stuff on YouTube. Uh, this could just be somebody's course that they're selling for $1,999 and you've got 24 hours and three different payment plans to get it. You're going to want to sign up for all of those and learn from those people. And by the time you get done with everything, hopefully, you know, if you've chosen the right courses and you've chosen the right ebook and you've, you've watched the right YouTube videos, you're going to be more of an expert than, say, a layperson like my neighbor or somebody like my, my wife or my, own, or my own mother. You're going to know more and you're going to be able to help write expert content because, one, you're going to know more than somebody like my own mother. But also from reading the book and watching the Udemy course and being on YouTube and doing the $2,000 course, you're going to pick up stuff from them that you can now use to create your expert content. You know, in the Udemy course, if they're talking about cryptocurrencies and how you should trade when the 20 moving average 
uh, crosses above the 50 moving average, you know, that's something that you can obviously use in your expert content. And maybe in the $2,000 course, they talk about the history of Bitcoin and, and how this all got jumpstarted because somebody used uh, several thousand Bitcoins to buy pizza. And that was years ago. And in today's value, that would be like $8 million. Um, you know, that's something that you can use in your expert uh, content as well, even though you yourself are not an expert holding millions of dollars of Bitcoin. You know, you're going to be able to take from these other places, learn, and now you're not an imposter because you actually did learn this, and also take their language and the lessons they taught you and put it into your expert content. Uh, you know, it does come down to picking the right sources. You know, if you're writing about a topic like finance or you're writing a topic like di you know, digital marketing, really it doesn't matter what the topic is. One thing you don't want to do is potentially just get a bunch of free Kindle ebooks. Um, you know, those are usually garbage. You don't want to read three or four blogs that are only 500 words each. Those tend to be really high level and garbage. You really want to find the primo, uh, exclusive or really well thought out, thought out, highly reviewed content when, you know, when you're buying this. So if you go to Udemy, find the highest rated course on that topic. If you're going to Amazon to get a book, find the, the, the highest rated book uh, for that topic. Uh, YouTube's the same thing. Now, there's a lot of garbage on YouTube, but there is some real gems there. You know, you'll want to do the same thing for YouTube. Find the videos that's got a lot of views and is high, you know, is highly rated. And the same thing with these courses. You know, you want to buy courses from people who are highly rated too. Um, and, you know, not waste your money and also not get any some high level garbage that you try to pass off as your expert content. So essentially what you want to do is learn from others and you want to learn from others quickly and and you want to get it from multiple sources. Now, if you don't want to watch YouTube and you and do Udemy and do an ebook and do a $2,000 course, you know, maybe you just get uh, three highly rated and reviewed books from Amazon and you just read those books and then you transfer that content into your expert content uh, to help teach others. So another method that I've used is instead of me watching the videos and me getting the books, uh, I've actually hired people off uh, Upwork or off Fiverr or uh, back when it was Elance, I've actually hired other people to give me the information. Uh, and there's a couple different ways that you can do this. You know, I've hired people off of Upwork uh, who were attorneys and maybe I paid them for an hour of their time to interview them and I asked them questions about uh, S Corp or LLC setup. Now, I wasn't going to take that information and write expert content, but I, I very well could have. Uh, so instead of finding a lawyer or an, an attorney near me, uh, I decided to hire three of them off Upwork and I picked the three highest rated for a business formation. And I just said, Hey, I don't have any work for you to do. I don't want you to form the company for me yet. I just want to talk to you for an hour and pay you for that time. And I was able to talk to three experts, get their opinions, take notes and make a decision for myself based on a business formation. Now I could have took that and made expert content out of that. Uh, I didn't, but that's just to show you that I could have. Another way that, that you can parlay that is to interview people and put that into a podcast or interview people, uh, you know, with audio and then have that transcribed 
into a article or into an ebook. Um, Another way that I've done this is I've actually hired people who were research assistants or they were paralegals uh, because paralegals are really good at uh, finding information. And I hired them to spe for specific jobs like go out on the Internet and find out um, everything you can about doing a website audit. And I would break it down as, you know, there's website audits that are on page and off page. And maybe I would give one assistant the topic for on page audits and another assistant the off page audits. And what I did, I didn't want them to write the material. All I wanted them to do was go out on the Internet, maybe for three or four hours, find out all the information they could uh, from different websites, you know, doing Google searches, uh, going to certain uh, websites like Moz and Majestics and, and people that, that push out this type of content. And I just wanted them to take facts and notes, stuff that was interesting, stuff that might have been on infographics, uh, you know, stuff that, that they were talking about. So they might have had 15 paragraphs about doing a site on it on a third-party website. My assistant would just read that entire thing and out of the 15 paragraphs, write one sentence on each paragraph or write something that was uh, very extraordinary or interesting or fact worthy and just put that all in Excel. So if it was, uh, you know, let's say that they went to Moz and read an article and it was 15 paragraphs, they would take one sentence out of each paragraph that was the most noteworthy and put it in Excel. So there's 15 um, you know, rows in, in Excel now and next to each row, it's got the URL. Well, then they go to another you know website, like maybe it's Majestics now, and they do the exact same thing. And what I'm looking for is I'm looking for the summary in that paragraph, or maybe I'm looking for the summary in that whole page, and I'm getting that fact, and I'm getting that interesting tidbit, and then I'm putting it, having them put it in Excel next to the page so that when I go write an article now, you know, now that I'm going to write an article about uh, doing a website audit, I take all of their work and I combine it and I start writing. And if I need to give, you know, credit, if I need to have footnotes, I can put in, you know, where I found this, uh, you know, how somebody else can check it if, if they need to check it. And that sped up a lot of expert content. Now, I've got a background in digital marketing, so I could have done this myself being an expert, but I outsourced the expert training part of this to somebody that just went out and got all the facts, told me where those facts were located, and then I took them all, combined them, and wrote out my own guide to doing a website audit. So that's an example of a way that, that you can create expert content without being the expert yourself is to hire other people to go out and find and find these facts or interview experts and have that transcribed. Uh, you know, so there's lots of different ways that that you can use this to create expert content when you're not the expert. My last piece of advice is quit getting hung up on being an expert. I mean, who's an expert anyway? You know, people want to look at Warren Buffett as the Oracle of Omaha, that, that he's this expert. Yeah, Warren Buffett's got a lot of money, and that kind of helps prove that he was an expert in what he was doing. But Warren Buffett has made a mistake. Uh, Warren Buffett has got things wrong before. He passed up a lot of the tech giants 
that we now know today and didn't invest in them and missed out on a lot of money there. He still made a lot of money, but, you know, he made the wrong call when he didn't invest in certain tech companies, you know, over the years. And now he's saying the same thing about Bitcoin. And I'm not going to get in a conversation if Bitcoin is legit or not or cryptocurrencies, but I'm just saying the man has made mistakes. Other experts make mistakes. You you don't have to bat 1,000 to be an expert. And, you know, really being an expert is something different to everybody. It's not about saying you're the smartest person or in the top 1% or top 10% or be extremely wealthy if that's your measurement of being an expert and success. You just have to want to provide value. You have to want to help other people. And then you'll be the expert. You know, if... If I'm an expert in digital marketing when it comes to pay-per-click and AdWords, I might not be able to help people because the way that I relate to them and the way that I storytell to them doesn't connect to them and they don't understand it. You might know less about AdWords, but you can write a story or you can teach people in a different angle, in a different light to where they get their aha moment when when, when they couldn't with me, and you're going to be the perceived expert now. It's not because you actually know more than me. You are able to translate your value better to that person than me, and now you're the expert. That's how this actually works. It's not the smartest people in the room who end up being the perceived expert, even though they might be the technical expert. It's whoever can translate their value the best to the next person so that they get their aha moment. They are the people that end up being the perceived expert. Trust me, there's tons, tons of people out there who people think are gurus and experts, and they know very little, actually, but they were just able to convince you and give you value in a different way so that you got your aha moment than somebody like me who might choose not to write uh, or not be able to relate to you in the exact same way. That's what ends up happening with a perceived expert. And if you can copy that and succeed in that, you will be the expert with your content, at least in the perceived eyes of others. So that's it for this podcast. I hope it's helped you. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, or issues, leave them below, and I'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.